but the thing is what you need to understand too is you have to have open communication because if you like hold it in you slowly resent them until the argument comes and you're like here's my list of <laughs> things i've been waiting on january 26 at 6 p.m 1993 <laughs> you said get your socks off the floor and i was like bruh look at your car <laughs> but i didn't say that I let it go. Why does it sound like it's like a real <laughs> yeah, it's really personal, bro. Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. This episode is about why no one loves you. And what you can do to change yourself because you're the problem. Clearly, like if you want our advice. Today we have two special guests, Mr. Valentin and Miss McCormick, our beloved not anymore teacher. <laughs> yeah, our teachers from last year. Yes. So Same. we're going to do a little... A little interview um, so you can get to know them a little bit. So let's start off with Mr. Valentine. So, oh, geez. All right. <laughs> how old are you? What is your date of birth? Oh, no, <laughs> What's your social security number, <laughs> credit card, last four digits? Yeah, and read out your birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay, JK. Um, okay, so we have a questions, just a quick uh, assess, um, assessment of your personality, and this and will determine our viewers' point of view at you, you know? We're interviewing you because we've heard from a birdie that you've been married and we clearly have not. <laughs> so 16-year-olds are not gonna give love advice. <laughs> and anyways, so what's your name? What's your partner's name? How long have you been married for? Okay, Okay, those. wait, go on slowly. Girl, that's four, you got it. <laughs> I mean, if you want it, my boo thing. You know, okay, she's like, go ahead. Two years younger than me, cause you already know, you know. <laughs> I don't already. Know, okay. <laughs> so how long have you guys been married? Me and my boo thing. You know, we've been you know shacked up, locked down. Oh you know, God. been doing our domestic life. Mm-hmm. Okay. About seven years, right? My son's about six, so seven years. We've been married. Me and That's my boo nice. thing. All right, Ms. all right, Miss McCormick. I heard it was an anniversary. Want to tell us how yes, long of an anniversary? Absolutely. So, um, my husband's name's Mike, and we have been together since 1993. Dang. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> you were married before I was two years old, Miss McCormick. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't married. That was when we started dating in 1993. But we celebrated our 25th anniversary um, in January, so it's been 25 years. Oh, hey. <laughs> that's such a quick cutoff. That's such a long time to be like with one person. Well, I mean, obviously you like him. It that's is, but like, we we like laugh and talk about it. And I think the most important thing when you're deciding, you know, who to spend time with is the real thing you should be looking for is who can you not stand to be without Aww. that's really the question uh-huh. like spending yeah. time with people is fine but who is your life worse without right yeah we've already okay we've already heard mr valentine's like how he got with his boo thing what's up <laughs> who this <laughs> who this <laughs> and if you want to know that one you should have listened to our valentine and schubert episode uh, most you know. viewed yeah, episode most viewed episode or so far best guess if you haven't seen it you should watch it yeah, you and should you're encouraged it. to nicely <laughs> no you should have already that should have been done but you uh, can listen to that after this one and miss mccormick i just want to know who did you intend getting married? Like, who would who did you want to get married to? 
And who did, like, how did you meet your husband? Okay, so when I went to college, I wasn't actually going to get married or really date because I had plans to um, move to Chicago or New York and be a journalist. So um, I was a news page editor for the college that I was at, and I had been offered an internship in Chicago, and I was just, it was amazing and exciting until... (laughs) until um, I was working every night until 3 in the morning editing papers. And I just, like, looked up at 3 in the morning, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want this to be, like, the rest of my life. (laughs) So um, that was the... that was when I was first dating Mike, but I didn't make that decision because of him because he would have been cool with that. So we met my sophomore year of college, and y'all, it was positively like the dorkiest, sweetest thing ever. Um, we were pledging fraternities and sororities at, at our school, <laughs> and they had Mike was on the football intramural team, and he needed a date to go cheer to cheer the team on. So I volunteer. I volunteer. <laughs> So I had been at a party with him the night before, but I went to Abilene Christian, so let me clarify. It was a Diet Coke and Spades party, for real. I swear we played Spades. So I met him there, and then we ran into each other in the only cafeteria on our campus. Y'all, it sounds 1950s, I swear. (laughs) We ran into each other at campus, and he said, hey, I have to go to this intramural football game. Um, I'm playing. Will you come? I have to have a date. To, to meet the fraternity requirements. Will you come? So I was like, okay, yeah, wait, that sounds Whatever. fun. And then um, I was just thinking, <laughs> I wasn't thinking it was going to be anything serious because it was just an intramural football game. And then after we didn't get to talk because he was playing, and so he invited me to Whataburger. He was like, I feel yeah. bad because I didn't get to know you or talk to you. Can um, I take you to Whataburger? So I was like, yes. So he got a strawberry milkshake and I got a Diet Coke and we just talked and I was like, oh, I really like him. Like he was the nicest guy I ever met. And so I was, was. like, well, yeah. Well, now I know I'm in love with him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Up until that point I had, you know, he was just so nice and so smart and we were talking, and I realized he was smart, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as so smart. <laughs> I realized he was smart, not just yeah, a frat boy. <laughs> yeah, not so, so, <laughs> so I knew when he wouldn't tell me his GPA. Like, I was like, what's your GPA? And he was like, I really don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, either he's a complete loser <laughs> or he's super <laughs> smart. So I knew from talking to him because um, I knew that. Then I was like, what is it? And he was like, I'm afraid you'll think I'm a nerd, but it was a 4.0 in accounting. And so I was like, I, no, I mean, that's good. So we just started spending time together, and I, I don't know. I just, over time, I just realized that the thought of my future without him in it just looked sad. And I'd never felt that way before. And Aww. broke, because he's an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be all about the broke life, because journalism doesn't exactly pay a lot. Like New York. <laughs> Yeah, New York is definitely about the broken line. Yes. <laughs> that rent. Yeah. That's a little different. Huh. I mean, best pizza, right? <laughs> right, but hey, $1. Well, well. I remember last year you told me that you wanted to get 
you wanted to date like a wrestler or a boxer, <laughs> a wrestler. and okay, then she guys, married an accountant. We can talk about this, yes, because I grew up in um, Paradise, Texas. Mr. Valentino always makes fun of me. <laughs> Paradise. Paradise. And you guys, I did have the worst accent. Like, I was like, hey, y'all, how's it going? My cow won't move. I showed a cow. And um, back then, wrestling was really big in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so we would go to Decatur. Oh, my gosh. Matches. So I didn't even actually want to marry a wrestler. I just wanted to be a wrestler's girlfriend. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> is that the equivalent of being like a baseball girlfriend? Yes. yes. Oh but it's, it's so bad because I, I didn't even want to wrestle myself. I was just like, I just wanted to like... <laughs> He's so cool. Have the big blonde hair and walk yeah. around all sassy. So that was my goal. And then I, and then after dating several guys that you were like it. that, it, I thought I would never get married. I was like, you know, they're not very. It's not not super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not even like the high school wrestling, like Mr. Valentine did, because that actually takes like intelligence and strategy. Okay, I, I was about to say, it's like you, you, sure you, you call them a dumb. No, it, no, it's not about that. It was about the the TV ones, like oh. John Cena or, oh my God. <laughs> or oh the my Rock. God. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, I went from that being my goal, not to marry a wrestler, but to be a wrestler's girlfriend. <laughs> Just a girlfriend, <laughs> not the marriage. <laughs> to marrying an accountant at the age of 22. <laughs> so what changed? I... I think just the right guy. Like, right. Really, the right guy can make yeah. the biggest changes. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that sounds like a fairy tale. And then there's like Mr. Bounty. <laughs> Who did? Who did? I, I mean, yours I mean. is pretty sweet too. Yeah, you're. That's I think so that makes like, me look so lame. It, that makes me look so lame. Valentine's no. very like. Um, how do I say like modernized like technology is new? Yeah, and that's very like let me take like opening the doors, getting you flowers, and then it's like who dis? <laughs> it's like different generations. Yeah, literally. Okay, I have a question for the two of you. Do you know what a love language is? Like the five love languages are. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Valentine did not look like he knew what they <laughs> you look were. A little confused. I'm not going to cap and say that I know that. <laughs> like, okay. what do you think your love language? Well, is? he doesn't know what they. So words oh, wait, of, you you said words you don't of know, affirmation. Just... No, he didn't know. I just <laughs> words of affirmations like being like, "Oh, I'm proud of you," or like saying the L word. It's words. Words of <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm giving him example. Quality time. Yeah. Okay, so like, like quality. Qu- yeah, quality time is spending time together, like no distractions and blah blah blah. Um, acts of service. I think this one's like if I were to be like Amelia, hand me that chocolate, and then she were to give it, or like go out of her way to do something for you. Um, gift giving, giving gifts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then physical touch is like it doesn't have to be like a hug. Or mbujinho. It can just be like <laughs> like holding each other's pinkies next to each other. Like like you appreciate no. their touch. You appreciate giving, receiving. I got you. Know. you. I got you now. Kisses. I'll, I mean, let, gifts. I'll let J. Mac go. Kisses. <laughs> 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 you talking about? Um, I'm a high school teacher. I do not kiss my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we give each other fist bumps and go yeah. on our way. <laughs> Two kids, no kisses. <laughs> like good game, Pats. Good game. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I love you, Pat Pat. So what do you think yours is? So mine would be quality time. I mm. really like that, especially because his job is very busy. So mm. he will try to come home early, but very often it will be 6.30 or 7. And then sometimes when he comes home, he's answering emails. He usually works on the weekends. 
So anytime that he puts down his phone and we watch like a Witcher or hang out, yes, <laughs> or, or even like go for a walk in the neighborhood, that that is my favorite because I know that's hard for him because he doesn't really value it. That's not his language. <laughs> so no, I mean he likes he likes other things like he would probably like um, acts of service or something like that. So for. I guess that's important, right? When you yeah. commit to be in a relationship with someone, you have to know what their love language is. Even even if it's not yours, you have to be willing to um, to adapt your life to that. So yeah. right, like to communicate with them yes. and like make sure you know theirs and they know yours. Yes, yeah, for sure. And and talk about what's important. And right. so, and he he might try quality time. He does gifts really good. He's always like, "What do you want?" But I'm always like. I just want time. Like, right. let's just go for a walk. <laughs> That's so Aww. sweet. Though. Or go to a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to become a wrestler. <laughs> Can't you go to the gym? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mr. Valentine? Um, I don't know if you know, but I'm not the most affectionate person. <laughs> Wait. From being my students. Are, are you being for real? Put, they're I, lovely. You put them in a headlock. <laughs> like, love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I guess mine is more like um, acts of service. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty busy, if you guys don't know. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> no way. <clears throat> so generally, like, I'm not so much the affectionate or, like, spending time person because, like, my time is very limited. But I do try to do, like, a lot of acts of service or, like, do stuff for I know I talked to Raina about, like, I know specifically things that my wife likes. Like, on days she's not – she's having, like, a rough day at work. So I know, like, she likes certain, like, root, root beer Coke floats with, you know, extra cherries in her Sonic drinks or, like, special fries from – what Brahms so I gotta go like five different places to you know like get her her like choice comfort meals or you know she does like she always gave me the story like oh I'm allergic to silver so I know if you're cheap if you get me jewelry so it's always white gold everything but um I do spend an inordinate amount of cash on her during gifts because that's just like how I show my appreciation because it's like material if because my time is very valuable so it's like I spent this much time working to get this. This is what it means to me because I'm using the time that I don't have with you to get you something for mm-hmm. it. So that's generally my type of acts of service because I, I see it in times that we both cherish valuable. So like when I give it something, like I mean to give it to you because of how hard I work to get it. Right. Um, so like also kind of like gift giving and like yeah, it like has like meaning. Yeah, gift giving, yeah, because I'm really big on, like, uses of things. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm never going to use it, I find it to be, like, a pointless gift. (laughs) Give me the cash. No, because I feel that. Like, that's when I would rather, like, have a gift card if you don't know what I like. (laughs) Give me the 20 bucks. (laughs) Right. So, how did you guys, like, know that you were ready for a relationship? Did it take, like... You, you know like, I don't did, think you're, you ever know if you're ready for a relationship no did it ever like you just ever like a relationship not work out because like you realize that oh I need to like take a moment and focus on myself and like truly love myself before putting in this effort for someone else I mean yeah I would say my freshman year of college I had a long distance relationship that spoiler oh alert God. did not end well oh. <laughs> and it um just knowing that that was probably because I put too much hope into something instead of looking in myself for what I needed to complete college and to be the person I wanted to be. I had looked to that, and that was 
it was a bad way to find out who you are <laughs> if you're trying to mask yourself into someone else. Um, so I spent the whole summer, that whole summer between my freshman and sophomore year, just focusing on myself and exercise and just just in reading books and spending time with my family. And I didn't think about it because I didn't think I was ready for a relationship when I went back to college, but that's when I met Mike whenever I was most happy with myself. Right. Yeah. See, it like it's like a, you're, like a reward. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, your yeah. cup is full, overflowing with love. Yeah. And you can like give it, you know. Yeah, and he a, took a little sip. <laughs> <laughs> you're like waterfalling into his cup. <laughs> this is a really little weird, mug. Really no, weird but like if you really think about it. Anyways. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so overflowing that I kind of waterfall it into <laughs> Like, if you're not Shoot. ready, I am. We're going to be ready together. Yeah, yeah. Now you're ready. You have to Clearly, be. Mike wasn't invited to this podcast. <laughs> what do you think is, like, the number one thing that you should, like, par- prioritize when treating your partner right? <clears throat> my wife makes more money than I do, so I don't buy this song. <laughs> you know, can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Maybe we can chill. I don't think you oh do, so me and you are through. Oh, my God. Yeah, dang. Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. What was the question? Wow. How do you, how do you treat, how do you your, treat your wife right? How do you make you sure your about... wife stays your wife? <laughs> I mean, the question is, how do I make sure that I stay her husband? Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I think so. After hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> not Sorry. not say things like that I guess, can, can we cut that one out <laughs> if she listens to this I don't know if I have a wife when I get home boo thing is no thing when I get home <laughs> it's gone she's like I think you would like write her a really bad song <laughs> that's the best you could do oh no she's she's heard me say bars in the car she hates it oh, oh she's like, like you're, a walking. Rap. Okay. you're walking <laughs> yeah she stops the car <laughs> No, she doesn't listen to any songs anymore because I ruin them. Because I say everything in a falsetto voice when I get really irritated with the same song. <laughs> I'm coming okay, down. I'm going to burn. No, okay. We're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> and I sing it really loud in the car where she has to like put her ear down. And I was like, what? Oh God. Don't you love me? Through thick and thin? Really we said vows. Not anymore. I was like, pull that finger out your ear right now and listen to me. <laughs> it sounds like how you show your love is that you pester someone. <laughs> like, she's going to pull another who did. <laughs> see, see, I treat my wife as if we're first graders again. I just <laughs> irritate her until she loves me. <laughs> That's kind of adorable, though. <laughs> On a serious note, finally. No, I'm just kidding. But I have to look from their point of view about situations like just what, in general situations or stitulations can you speak up please <laughs> situations okay <laughs> like to look from their point of view make sure to take in consideration their feeling what's it called also like setting proper boundaries so you don't overstep them when it's too late you know and <laughs> any thoughts speaking of, oh, our- <laughs> speaking of boundaries like um I don't know, communicating, like, consent with them because I think, I mean, like, what do you, you consent is important, like, yeah, period. you know, don't give us that stinky face. Is it okay, like, if I hold your hand or, like, yeah, you know, yes. off the record, there's some bad stuff that happens, like, in high school and, like, 
people not understanding that no means no like the first time you say no. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a cool way to talk about consent because mm-hmm. I, I just uh, read like Slate dot com has Sweet. like oh it has gosh. like things you can like write in and and this one person wrote in and she um was at her wedding and she had told her, the, her fiance that she did not want cake smeared in her face like that was the one thing like she did not want that that was really important to her she communicated it very clearly right. and then that's exactly what happened he oh. like not only didn't smear cake in her face but he shoved her face in the cake so she was getting a divorce because she was <laughs> she like did. if you story. communicate something clearly to someone and they do not respect your boundaries especially on the day that you're confessing your, your love, love to yeah. each other to, like after i thought about it then i feel like that could really be a metaphor for everything that you guys are talking about if it's something as simple as cake and they cannot respect your boundary of that then when you go into like bigger situations more important stuff Mm -hmm. how can you trust that they're gonna like stay in line okay and then lastly i just want to say like know when to leave um a partner because i feel like especially when we were in high school beginning college like they mr valentine and mr korek didn't find like their one, like their soul, like soulmate, you know, whatever you want to call it, till they were like what? <laughs> their boothing. Their boothing. <laughs> their boothing till <laughs> till what year in college? What year in college did you meet them? <laughs> oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't. Let me let Just me go call you a boothing right now. And tell her this. You don't know the exact date that you met. Junior. I, I was a research is. assistant, so okay. I definitely wasn't a freshman or sophomore. <laughs> so junior and sophomore year. Like, it took you, like, it was, all it of high school college. of mm-hmm. dating. Like, I'm sure, like, you've had girlfriends. Well, yeah, I've heard them. I've heard the stories. <laughs> I've heard the inklings. <laughs> well, I I just know Mr. Valentine because I, I accidentally might have interviewed him beforehand. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that. Ooh. Anyways, so no one to leave whenever, whenever um, your partner isn't treating you right. Like, they're lacking everything that we said before and or like a cheater you know like why would you want to be with someone who doesn't like want to be with you and then obviously like and wait am i allowed to say abused Mm -hmm. like okay then an abuser (laughs) why are you rolling your eyes i mean okay in high school so then like it's so important to say the words yeah exactly uh, to take away the shame that somebody might be feeling if they are in a situation like that so thank you for the courage to to talk about that that's really important exactly and so like if you're getting cheated on abused (laughs) manipulated manipulated girl we don't like those gaslighters yeah gaslighters but the dallas has um a domestic (laughs) <laughs> the, the Dallas has a domestic abuse hotline at 800-252-5400. And then, or just a general domestic abuse hotline, 800-799-SAFE. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of safe, safe, you could put 7233. I honestly, like, I get so confused. Eight zero zero safe haven is also, it's in Tarrant County, and it is the most amazing thing. That's been a very special special place for Mike and I like we that's a place I like to support so right. mm-hmm. Safe Haven offers help too that's nice regardless yeah. of the outlet you choose definitely don't be afraid to yeah. reach out for help because mm-hmm. the hardest step is the first step right so yeah. just make sure to reach out call those numbers go to Safe Haven um, find the person that you feel most comfortable with that can help you do it because 
you know, you have that special person like Raina or Amelia, I know that you guys would go to each other. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you definitely sure. have to, you know, maybe voice these concerns with someone else that has an outward perception right. on, mm-hmm. uh, on what's happening. Because you may think it's normal, but it yeah. more, more or less may not be normal with someone else. So you got to right. make sure you take those steps and have that person or that confidant to talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a friend to be like, hey, that's not how you should be treating. Yeah. Like, know you like, or treated. Mm-hmm. Know your worth. They should be doing better. You need a... Yeah. Like, yeah. kind of like a support. Like, they'll, like, help support you, but, like, help you take the next step. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really important, too. I know you said treating it as a, as a mistake, but it's true. Like, I hope that guys and girls in relationships would have the courage to say, that. why are you treating that person that way? Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's good if we can check ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, That's sorry. That's probably so inappropriate, but I was just like, I've watched a lot of Ali G as a kid. <laughs> I was like, check yourself before you break yourself. No, she lobbed it to me. She knew I was gonna oh go for it. God. She knew I was. I was like, yes, you know I that is a player. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. He was, he was proud of that joke too. <laughs> well, the thing is, what you need to understand too is you have to have open communication because if you like hold it in, you slowly resent them until the argument comes and you're like. Here's my list of <laughs> things I've been waiting on. Yeah, they'll, they'll be on the table too. January 26th at 6 p.m. 1993. You said, get your socks off the floor. And I was like, bruh, look at your car. But I didn't say that. I let it go. Why does it sound like it's like a real event? Yeah, it's really personal, bruh. Let's hope okay. she doesn't listen to this episode. So do not make a laundry list of things. If you're feeling irritated, it's best if you have the open communication when it happens mm-hmm. and be like, hey, can I like really like, let's be honest real quick. Yeah, irritated me a little bit with that. <laughs> Instead of, because I'm telling you, when you hold it in, you're going to be resentful. And I promise you, I know some of you early on, you will come with the notebook <laughs> of complaints on what happened. <laughs> I, I don't feel like there should be, like, right or wrongs in a relationship. There should be, like, a compromise, you know? Like, one person can't always be right, right, right. Because then that makes the other person be, like, if you believe in one thing, you believe in the other. So oh. one person's right, the other person's wrong, you know? Who told you that? A podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Mr. Valentine told me about the compromise. But... <laughs> The great, the great I was actually Yo, Nina. Nina. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't want to hear. <laughs> so about com- about compromise, I think some of the best advice I ever heard about being married and staying married is that it's not always 50-50 Right. To your, there's no compromise. Sometimes it's a hundred zero. Yeah, <laughs> like that yeah. really stinks. But sometimes it, that's just what it is. And other times it might be like 70-30. But as long as you know the other person is worth it right going to pick up Mm -hmm. you know it will even out in the end i think that's true of friendships too like it can't always be 50 50 it'd be great if it was but that's not that's not what it looks like there are moments where you're like not wrong but need like correcting in a sense like Mm -hmm. how we were talking about boundaries of boundaries Mm -hmm. if they disrespect your boundaries like that's something where they were in the wrong like know your worth hold yourself to that standard and Mm -hmm. don't settle for someone who's consistently not upholding you to that you know treat yourself treat yourself yourself. (laughs) yeah Yeah. and that's all we need you guys for if you want to stay for the last bit i'll just you can but but it's um, i gotta coach jujitsu okay (laughs) you coach jujitsu yeah, I've been oh, doing jiu-jitsu since last year. Oh, I thought, like, I am so 
about you? You got coached. I am continually proud. I do. I do both. From last both? Year. Yeah, I gotta coach my little kid right now in, in like eleven minutes. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you so much, everyone. It was a pleasure. Hopefully, you learned something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I learned something. Yeah, I, learned a lot. I learned something. And I've been married 25 years. <laughs> Bing bong. I hope this episode helps you. And by next year, you'll like actually be going on a Valentine's Day with someone. Or loving yourself. Yeah, either way. If you want to if you wanna find your boo thing, or if you want to start to love yourself, your first step, that first most difficult step, is following Collegiate Cast on, <laughs> on all Cast. social media. And Instagram, Collegiate Cast CA. So our little sponsor is Lorena's Red Wagon, uh, which is a nonprofit that helps prevent domestic abuse and families that have just went through that. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go donate to them. We'll link the yeah. website. And they do this through family-oriented activities. Like, they'll go to shelters, ask what they need, and then they'll provide it with the money that's donated. They don't the have whole some. point of Lorena's Red Wagon, Lorena Bobbitt's Bob face. <laughs> Girl, I cannot say her last name. She w went through, like, domestic abuse. You can research about that. But she understood more than anyone that there's cases where you just cannot, like, just, you cannot pack. You know, you cannot get ready. There's just a time you could leave, and you leave. So mm -hmm. this... Um, nonprofit helps give back to the families that went through that. That's but yeah, cool. anyways, love you yeah. and love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Oh yeah. Wait, should we say like Happy Valentine's Day again? Okay. Happy yeah. Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Bye. Should, wait, and ASMR of me eating chocolate. No, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs>